Today's episode is sponsored by ChrisTaylorRacing.com. Welcome to Driven to Compete. I'm Kerry Rouse, and I travel to racetracks around the U.S., where I interview members of the racing community and share their stories as a form of inspiration for our community. I am here with Brian Prokoff. And uh, Brian is a fellow B-Spec racer who happens to be racing a B-Spec car that he bought from Chris Taylor yep. at the runoffs in 2021 in Indy yep. that I was driving that I managed to damage before you bought it. Yes, yes, slight, slight, slight uh, yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that, that was yeah. uh, unfortunate events. I'm glad it all worked out anyway. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was nice. You drove it off the track, and we drove it onto uh, our trailer. It was, it was a nice deal. Now, your your intention was to buy a car there, was yes, it? Yes, yes. That was. I had talked to Chris beforehand, and I said, "Hey, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll be there. I'll have a trailer. Can I? You know, what 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 can we do?" He's like, "We can work something out." So yeah, okay. that was yeah. that was the intention going there. I was renting from you know that that year, and I okay. definitely wanted to buy. So where, where are you from? I'm from the St. Louis area. Okay. Um, and then how long have you been racing B-Spec? Was that when you started? Yeah, so I started, so the first, my first B-Spec race was October of 2020. I rented a, a Mini Cooper from Frank Schwartz and then figured, thought, you know, I really like this class. So then I did a deal for the next year. So that was when the runoffs were at Indy in 2021. So yeah, I did a deal to do, you know, uh, three majors and then the runoffs. So yeah, and uh, I fell in love with the class, fell in love with the people. So yeah, it was a pretty easy decision to then buy buy our own car after that. So uh, that year that you went to the runoffs in Indy, so you had three races and you raced at Indy, but in a, in, in a rental car. Correct. Yep. Okay. Yep. And now now you chose a Mazda two. Yep. So tell me a little bit about the decision process of which car you wanted and why. Um, well, after running the Mini for a year, I knew I didn't want a Mini. I didn't, what, want, to work, I didn't want to work on the Mini. <laughs> so uh, I knew that was off the table. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the Mazdas, I, 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 I used to race a uh, first-gen MR2. So I've always liked the, the small, light cars. So the Mazda being the light car in the class really drew to me. And you know, the Mazda support and all that. So, I mean, it was... It was it was it was a pretty easy decision there just to go with the Mazda. Mm -hmm. and, you know, I, I knew I, I have no intentions of going to the runoffs. I know like at the bigger tracks, the Mazda is not really the competitive car to have in the class. So, but I, you know, I've the, a lot of the tracks I go to in the Midwest division, the Mazda is the car to have because they're small, yep. you know, twisty tracks. Twisty tracks. So, yeah. so that's so it's nice there. So, so today, if if I'm, I'm my memory's right, um, we've got a Honda Fit in the number one position right now. I believe, yeah, I believe we're uh, on. And we have a, yep. a Yaris for number two and a, a Mazda 2. For, yeah, but say, yeah, yeah. For three. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, Ken, Joe. Ken, oh, is Joe up there? Up Ken, there? Ken so is Ken, fourth or fifth. Oh, is he? Okay, yeah. he went fourth, okay. Yeah. Yeah, let's say. I mean, well, I saw. Yeah, I know. I know. Kent and Chris were working together. They and were. If you can work together here. You yeah. can definitely run some good times. Yeah, I think Chris had a transponder yeah, issue. Yeah, yeah. So. Unfortunately, he did. Man. So. Yeah. So I was. I was uh, getting some good shots of the of the of, of the qualifying. So that was cool. I love this track. I think. I think the last time I raced was here okay. a year ago. Okay. And then since then, I because I didn't go to runoffs last yeah. year, 
and then this year I'm taking a break to just do the podcast. Okay. Yeah, so. this is my first time racing here. So I used oh. to do. I used to be a volunteer. Uh, I flagged almost every corner on this track. But yeah, this wow. is the first time I've ever raced here. So it's definitely a learning experience. So. What else is going on for you right now in in racing? Is it just B spec racing this year, or what else should you do? Yeah, nope. That's just just B spec, and you know, like, uh, we'll run a few SCCA races. We'll run a Midwest Council race, and you know, so. Um, what have you done so far this year? Uh, so we did, so we have our track in outside of St. Louis, uh, Gateway at Worldwide Technology, we did that one. We went to Heartland Park, Topeka a couple weeks ago, so that, and this, so this is our third third race out this year. Okay, and what do you still have planned for the rest? Uh, so in two weeks we'll be at the Ozarks International in the in, in, you know, mid-Missouri. Mid that's a relatively new track. They just opened that within the last two years. I think it's three weeks and I'm going to be there. Okay, is it three weeks? All right. Well, there's, there's two more race weekends after this one okay. that aren't Ozark. Gotcha. Then Ozark. Okay. Because yeah, I'm going to go and you're... I need your help because you're the only person I'm going to know there. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I, as far as I know, I'm the only B spec that's ever turned a lap there. So. Well, I remember we'll, last. I mean, I remember this from last year. You were like, "Come out to Ozarks. It's a blast. You should have it. You're gonna love it." Yeah. It's. It is. It. It quickly became my favorite track. It is extremely technical, extremely challenging, but if you get it right, it is a lot of fun. And it's so, long. Too. It's yeah. It's it's almost it's three. It's like right at four miles and. Uh, 19 corners, so it, you're 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 never not doing anything. You're always busy in the car. Um, even the straightaways aren't straight. Uh, there's elevation changes. They they just have huge elevation changes there, and it's just it's a it's it really is a roller coaster. Now, but it is it is a fast one because someone was telling me that um, you know Coda's three point something, you know, and you guys are like four uh, at Ozarks, and the lap times are about the same. Yeah, so uh, last year, like I said, I was the only B-spec there, so I really wasn't pushing it, yeah. and my my best time was a three-minute, two-second lap, which is only like you know ten seconds yes. off the lap record here, and I easily could have been under three, and I think if you put a good car and a you know a good driver and a good car on that track with some help, I you could probably get you know two you know two fifty you know two fifty five maybe, so it's not really too far off this track, and like I said, you're never going straight, so it's there's a lot of commitment at, the tra at that track. Yeah, yeah. Um, so as at the moment, no one else is registered yet. Uh, so I think there, I think I did see there was one other B spec registered. Uh, um, Peter Zeckert out of St. Louis recently bought a, okay. a Honda, so he, uh, he's registered to go there. So okay. So yeah. So hopefully, me and him can team up there, and yeah. he's got a lot of laps at that track. So. And and um, I specifically remember having a ball at Hallett. Um, racing with you. Yes, that, uh, that that to this day is still my favorite really? race in B spec. Yeah, really? that was yeah. But say I I chased you the entire race you were, on Sunday, I mean, and, and we traded positions. Like there was there was one spot where you were pulling ahead of me, and I I I was on the inside, so it worked out for me. But. Yeah. Uh, I was just like, you were right there the whole time. There was nothing I could do. Yeah, nothing. but say you were just fast enough in the right spots, right? <laughs> I could get alongside you a couple times, but it was usually you would defend well, and I, I was on the outside. Like you said, I was on the outside, so yeah. I, just, I just, I yeah, but say, but that that was a lot of fun. That it was, was fun. Was, yeah, I, was I love it when you have races like that. It doesn't matter what position you're fighting for. Yeah, yeah uh, absolutely. Yeah. We, weren't even, we weren't even fighting for a podium position. No. And we, had, we had more fun than the guy who ran off, it, I think, in the lead. It was you know? Daughtery. I think that year it was uh, Daughtery wasn't there that year. Oh, he I think wasn't it was John that year? Phillips that year. Oh well, John, it's either one of those yeah, two guys it, yeah, always exactly. winning yeah. it. So, but yeah. man, 
but yeah, yeah. That, that was that was a good time I, I kept pressuring you hoping you'd make a mistake and you never did so hats off to you for that one that was that was fun that, that was that was a fun race I, I mean I've probably only had an experience like that maybe in maybe one or two other races um, but it wasn't I've never had one the whole race like that was yeah. that was pretty much the entire race yep so that was a good time um, so what has been you mentioned that was a memorable race for you but is like is it is it the most memorable is there maybe another one on your list that that really stands out for you um i mean in in the b spec that was the most memorable yeah. um so like you said before i had the b spec i had a first gen mr2 and itv and one of my first weekends there was a race with a local guy with a, a, a Volkswagen and saying we, we swapped positions a few times and then and then there was a Miata that got in the middle of the race and the, the three of us swapped positions so that overall that yeah about say that was a, a lot more because yeah, there was three of us and we were every lap we'd come by in a different order and it was it was there was another yeah that was that was a good one well how long did you race that class before Beastback? uh five years Okay, and then anything before that? No, so before that was all volunteers. That was that was. I started racing in 2015. So. Okay, and then what what drew you to the other class to start with? Uh, it was a Mike. My, my dad raced, so oh. he had the car, and then he he quit, so the car was sitting, and so I, the car was readily available to me. So that was made made it a whole lot easier. Oh yeah, so that was. Yeah. A, a relatively inexpensive way to get in so now relatively inexpensive to get in mm -hmm. but maybe more expensive to maintain than b-spec or no um i would say comparable i mean oh, like i said okay. it was an it car so yeah really there wasn't much more than the you know put gas on it you know the tires we were running hoosier r7s so you know they they were probably a, they were a little more expensive but they would get we'd get about the same amount of life out of them but yeah you know put put gas in it Swapped the, and they were. It was super easy on brakes, so you know I don't replace the brakes. I didn't replace the brakes nearly as often on that car as I do the B spec. But you know, and it's. I mean, it's lighter than the B spec. It was. It was a. Yeah, it was a couple hundred pounds lighter than the B spec. Okay, not yeah. a big amount, but still. Yeah, not. Yeah, but yeah. Like I said, it was it was super easy on the brakes. So. Are those real rear wheel drive? Yeah, mid engine rear wheel drive. Okay, so um, was it a kind of a learning curve for you to switch to the front wheel drive oh huge yeah the first first time i went out in the the b-spec car i spun it in like the third corner because i i started feeling it started getting a little loose and my instinct was yeah. to drive with the throttle so yeah. i lifted a little bit and as soon as i lifted it just snapped around and yeah. i'm like oh wait can't do that so yeah. yeah it was it was a huge learning experience going from like i said mid-engine rear wheel drive to front engine front wheel drive it was yeah but it's i mean you probably picked it up pretty quick though i i feel like it took me two years okay. to really get it yeah and, and even then i i have to test myself i have to get in the car again to test myself because i'm like did i really get it i don't know yeah i i mean i would spin yep Every track, every track I'd spend. I mean, you know, it was either the practice or the qualifying. Luckily, uh, only one race I've spun. It was okay. at Sebring, but um, twice. So you get it figured out by the race. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Usually by the race, but I, yeah. it's just that muscle memory of of you know letting off the pedal whenever you get a yep. rear wheel drive. Um, so I see all the names on the side of the car. Yep. So this is a family affair for you guys. Absolutely. Tell, I tell me, I tell me about everybody who's joining. Yeah. In so on I, this. you know, I have my wife Michelle, my dad Dave, and then my father-in-law Dave also. So yeah, there we we just have a ball everywhere we go. We definitely, I would say, 
I, I come here, you know, the racing is nice, but just spending the weekend with my family and then extended family at the paddock is, you know, that's, that's, that's really the reason that I'm here. You know, it's, this is just a whole lot of fun to do with the family. So, yeah, it's cool that they're coming along. Um, you know, everyone has a different story on whether the family or friends are coming along and some people prefer the, I don't know, sometimes even the isolation, right. Of, yeah. of having it to themselves. But if you can do it with your family, that's pretty cool. Yep. Now, does anybody else in your family have aspirations of, of racing? No. So, yeah, I, there, there'd be no way. Like I said, my dad used to race. My father-in-law used to race, too, back oh. in the 70s and 80s. Okay. Um, but, yeah, he's, yeah they're, both, they're both done. But, yeah, my wife, there's no way she'd be able to. <laughs> there's no way she, she's like, nope, you have fun. Um, my mom's been involved in the organization. She was involved in the organization for a number of years on the administration side. But, yes, yeah, she doesn't have any aspirations. In any always other. SCCA for you guys. Yeah, always SCCA, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so I, I understand better now why you were volunteering for flagging. I mean, your dad was racing, right? Yeah, so so I, I actually got involved in the SCCA when I was eight years old. So <laughs> I was working in timing and scoring. My dad uh, was in, is a mechanic, so he, there was a local car dealer that raced in the SCCA and he's like hey you should come out so dad started coming out to the races and then he got roped into FNC and then you know here I am you know an eight-year-old kid dad's going to play at the racetrack with the race cars and I'm like I want to go with dad so yeah. he talked to the timing and scoring people and they're like yeah sure bring him up you know we're not we're, you know if he can you know handle himself you know we'll let you know and we'll put him to work and you know it's like he's, they're like we're not going to be a babysitting service but if he can work sure and I came up and I started doing you know time cards and then work my way up you, you know worked worked in timing and scoring for a number of years and then i've worked f and c i've worked start so yeah i've, I've done the work tech i've worked grid so yeah I've, I've done a lot on the volunteer side and then finally it was okay i've i've done enough on that side i've paid my dues let's go racing yeah so. yeah so time cards are they, they even used anymore uh no unfortunately yeah most tracks we definitely don't have the people to do them one but yeah, I mean, with the, with the with the transponders system and everything like that, yeah, they they've pretty much gone by the wayside. So. What, what what was I mean? What was that process? What did you do with the time cards? What so you... so we were pretty we were still the like the backup system at that time. They they had uh, photo cells at that time, so it was just one of those things where there was a, a, a photo cell with a light at the start finish line. So when a car went by, it tripped it, sent a signal up to the computer. The computer had a running clock, and then it stopped the clock. And then some uh, somebody had to manually put in, oh, it was this car that went by. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of times, you know, you know, that was, like I said, it was such a manual job. So it was nice to have the time cards to back it up and you could look at them after the fact and kind of compare you know, the, the time cards to what the computer time was if necessary. What happens when they go three wide? Uh, so you just, they, yeah, you got to say they'd get one time and you assign that time to all three cars. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Uh, well, um, what's been the most fun to drive? Uh, I would the Mazda, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, but say I, 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 I liked the MR2, but the, 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 these B spec cars is a whole lot of fun to toss around the track. Yeah, is it's are there are there any downsides to the Mazda 2? Um, I mean, uh, like I said, if you, if you really want aspirations of running at the front of these big horsepower tracks, you're probably, you know, like I said, in a draft, they can run well. But, yeah, once once you pull out, you, so you're not going to have you're going to have a hard time passing a Honda yeah. or a Yaris or, you know, down that down the straightaways. Yeah. So. So, yeah. But, yeah, like I said, I mean, this is this might be my one and only trip to Road America. You know, I don't plan on going to VIR or anything like that. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, you've been to Dakota or no? No. 
that's you know that's never, never very been there to spectate or anything. Very yeah. very very similar. Just okay. big, long, and yeah. wide, and uh, that that long straight. I mean, you you just get murdered on there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, but there's, uh, like Hallett's a nice short, twisty, turny one. Yep. Um, I've heard. Um, but Hallett and Blackhawk Farms are two in okay. the Midwest that I'm, yeah, about to say that are very, very good, very good tracks for the Mazda. You ever been out east, like Summit Point or anything like that? I've ne I've worked there, but I've never raced there. Because yeah. I've, I've not been there, but I've heard that's a real short, twisty, turny, Hallett yeah. feeling. Yeah, about to say it's 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 got like a really long front straightaway, but then everything else is pretty twisty, turny. So yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, any tracks that are on your bucket list that you really want to get to? I mean. You know, I'd like to do, you know, a lot of these tracks, you know, uh, you know, I mean, you know, yeah, Summit, Road Atlanta, you know, Coda, it's just a matter of, you know, time and, you know, money and yeah. what, what we can afford. So, yeah, we, we pretty much stick around the Midwest. I mean, I, you know, this is this, this in mid-Ohio is about as far as we've towed so far. So, you know, we might, we might start adding, I, you know, next, next year I'm thinking maybe Pit Race. That looks like a really fun okay. track, so... How far was the tow here for you? Uh, it's a, about seven and a half hours. Oh, so man. It's not, it's, not, it's not bad. That's but yeah, like you said, yeah. yeah, yeah but, like, but yeah, when you start looking at days of vacation and stuff, you know, it's starting, you know, well, let's see, one, one day to haul, three days to race, one day to haul back. Yeah. yeah. It's, it adds up quick. And it then, does. You know, my wife and I like to take other vacations as well. So it's like, you know, you, you start looking at what you, what, what you can make happen. So... So what do you think your your future plans are? Just stick with you know the Mazda two and this particular car for for the foreseeable future, or do you have aspirations for uh, you know upgrading or getting a different car? Or anything no, like right that? now I'm happy with the Mazda and V-Spec, so yeah, I yep. definitely don't don't have any plans right now to change. So as long as you can get more people to the Ozarks, I was about to say we yeah it'd be nice to have more people in the Midwest. Like the last two weeks ago, I was at Topeka. I was the only B-spec car there, so yeah, that was kind of, yeah. I know. Yeah, you know. You, it's not competitive. Yeah, but I'd say know. it's like, all right, I got a first place trophy, but you know, yeah. I, I'd say it'd be, I had, you know, I'd much rather finished fifth at Hallett racing against you all the entire time than drive around and face, you know, win by all by myself. So, so how how is it going this weekend so far? The qualifying. So far, I'm very happy. Uh, like I said, first first time here, so you know, I think I qualified. You know, I'm, I'm near the back, but I'm like 18th out of 22. But you know, I was, you know, I pretty much kept it on the track the first session and got under three minutes. And I, mm -hmm. I know where I can definitely start picking up some time. It's just going to be, you know, seat seat time and laps is, yeah. you know, just 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 getting more and more comfortable with the track. So. So tell me about the carousel and the kink. So yeah, that's I, I was talking with Chris about that, and I'm like, I imagine you guys are flat out through the carousel and kink, and he's like, oh yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm not there yet. I'm definitely, <laughs> I'm definitely breathing it a lot through the carousel, and then a, a lift going into the kink. So I remember last year, I was there were times when I was flat out in the in the I was always flat out in the kink, but there were times when I wasn't always flat out in the carousel. Yeah, and because it just it was like, man, the back end just does not feel good right now. Yep. Um, but you can't let off the gas, yep. so you just gotta barely, barely breathe it just yep. a little bit. And I was, I was doing that, but um, of course it gets worse the later in the day it is, and the later in the race it is. It got more, and like I was, I had a lot of confidence near the beginning, you know, maybe starting on lap two or three, but then you get to lap ten or eleven, 
and it's like I don't think I'm gonna be able to hold say, it. It's, it's, the tires are getting hot and greasy. Yeah, and you're getting tired, and yeah. And now you've only been here this time, so it's brand new surface for everybody else who may have been here. So what do you think about the surface? Oh, it's uh, it it's so I know a few years ago they they repaved Heartland Park Topeka, okay. and it was the same, just smooth as glass, and so a lot of grip. So that yeah, it's. It, it, it's, it's nice out there. It's it, about to say it's definitely, they did a good job. So you planning on going flat out in the carousel in the kink or not? Uh, I mean, I, I'm not going to just jump to it, but I'm going to keep working my way and see, see if we can get there. Yeah. That, that's I mean, that's, that's the goal. Yeah. That'll really help you on the back straight. I was about to say, that's, that's worth a lot of, I know I'm, I'm, I'm missing at least, a, you know, probably a, a good second right there yeah. just with the amount of time I'm losing. So yeah, yeah but say it. That's the goal is to work my way up there. So we'll see. We'll see if we can make it happen. Any other spots on the track where you feel like you could you could really improve uh, your time? Uh, turn one. Yeah, I'm about to say I know one's a lot faster than I've been taking mm -hmm. it. So yeah, I can definitely definitely work on one. Uh, one and fourteen. So fourteen, I'm also having a hard time just just figuring out where to where figuring out a breaking point for fourteen to come yeah. down to the front straightaway. Yeah, those I, I had difficulty at one here. Um, I was just overslowing. Yeah, yep. and just, uh, just totally thing. overslowing, yep. and and it, it just you know they were like, yeah, I just barely let off the gas, and then I go, and I'm like full, almost breaking, and just no, you don't yep. need to do that. So, but I have heard the runoff on one is pretty rough. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's say I've seen 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 some videos from yeah, some uh, indie cars yes. getting some air there. So yeah, I I don't want to go out there. No, so, you don't want to do say, that. Yeah, I'll, cool. I'll just I'll just work my way up to keep getting faster and keep it on the track. Well, you've had an interesting background in that you you were doing all kinds of volunteering. You've been to the track, but hadn't raced. Um, did you did you do something like kart racing or autocross or anything like that before? No, nope. I yeah, like I said, I just got in and volunteering, and then said, "Yep, let's go club racing." So yeah. So the process for you to get your competition license, what was that like for you? What did you do? So we didn't at. at by 2015, the, the numbers in the Midwest division were enough, were low enough that it was not economically feasible to really hold a lot of drivers' schools. Yeah. So um, we had a program called the Club Race Experience. So I went out there with other cars that didn't, you know, none of us had our license, and we went out there and had our own little group for one day, and then with, you know, we were under the eye, you know, one after that, then we were under the eyes of an instructor. And um, then we went out there with a club, you know, the actual club race group, and you know, started working our way up, and you know, a, a, a local regional, and then, you know, got got more seat time, and you know, got signed off, and you know, worked work, raced a couple weekends under their close watch, and then, you know, worked my way up to, you know, after a few regionals, got my competition license. Man, it's it's such a different experience for so many people. Sometimes it's it's a whole lot of a whole lot of work and time yep. and everything, like. I know for like BMW is talking to those folks and like, man, if you haven't been doing DE for two years, then you can forget about it. Yeah. You know, um, I think, I mean, we have, I'm close to MSR Houston. Okay. They have a three day school. Yep. You can have no experience. Mm -hmm. In fact, it was a 14 year old kid that almost killed me. He got a license. Um, so, uh, but it was, it was good. You know, they go through all the drills. They teach you, um, you know the side by side, the starts, and and things like that. So, um, I had done like maybe one DE in my car. Yeah. And then I met Chris, and I think 
I met him at uh, a track near us in Austin called Harris Hill. Okay. He brought his, you know, the B-Spec car, and, you know, we did a couple lead-follow things, mm -hmm. and um, then we started just getting faster and faster, and I was like, yeah, I, I definitely need to do this. And then straight from there, I was like, well, how do I get my license? Mm -hmm. And he goes, yeah, well, we'll, we'll go to MSR Houston. So my, my third outing... In, in in any vehicle on any track was to, to MSR Houston for that three day um, training and then I got my competition license and then yep. a month later we went to the, the races in Florida they have every year. So and I know that would be a haul for you, but man, man, this that Florida the weather is the weather is perfect there that time of year, just like it's perfect here for this time of year. Yeah. Yeah, I could definitely see yeah, the, the, that Sebring Homestead weekend yeah. might be something where I, like, rent something from Chris. Yeah. Because, yeah, it would make more sense to do that than mm -hmm. call my own car for, you know, three, two, two, three days down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So that, you know, he, he, he does that pretty much every year. It's, yep. it's a really cool event. Um, I did not even go this year, um, but I, I missed it because I, I always enjoy my time there. Um, but I enjoy it here. I love this. I love this facility. Yep. Everything's so nice. Yeah, like, yep. I've always, I've always enjoyed working here. So yeah, I'm definitely enjoying driving. So. So when you worked here, were you living any closer then, or no? No, we were. Yeah, we were still in St. Louis area. So, you know, we'd come up. It was. It was when you know we'd work the runoffs here. You know, so that was. I don't think I ever worked the sprints, but I worked when the runoffs were here. So. Okay. Cool. Um, well, how would you suggest for people to get started in this the sport? Um, I mean, if, if you're interested, just, just come out. I mean, come out. There's the, you know, you can maybe find somebody to crew with. You can just, you know, walk around, talk to the drivers. You know, most of these drivers love talking about their cars. So, you know, find, find you know, talk to different drivers. Find out what, you know, what, what they like about their cars, what they don't like about their cars. And just, you know, get, get, get used to, you know, I mean, you can also volunteer. You know, they're always looking for volunteers in any specialty. So, you know, you can get close to the cars, like you said, you know flagging and communication it's the second best seat in the house you know yeah. you're never going to replicate the driver's seat but it's you're, you're pretty close to the action so yeah i mean it's just 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 come out and see what it's all about you know? awesome well man i really appreciate your time yes thank it's you it's been a pleasure talking with you and i look forward to having another uh hallet another day soon yep hopefully hopefully we'll get you back in the car soon awesome man i want to thank you for listening to driven to compete it's been a pleasure sharing this episode and i hope we've provided some inspiration and entertainment along the way if you like the content please share and like but i have one ask for everyone listening i would appreciate more than anything to add you to my weekly newsletter simply visit my website driven to compete.com and you'll see a form to get on my newsletter where I share exclusive content and giveaway swag.